Podcast Answer Man, episode number 156. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and today I'm going to have a little bit of a shorter show than what you might be used to hearing. Got some uh, unique things happening here that's just a little out of the ordinary in the GSPN.TV world headquarters. We're uh, shifting our schedule a little bit just for today. I'll explain that and give you a little bit of rundown what we're going to talk about today right now. Anyway, uh, yeah, things are being shifted around a little bit because we have a special guest coming into the studio for the About the Church podcast today. uh, I'm going to have to wire up an extra microphone for DG's wife, Tiffany. And of course, that show's running a half an hour earlier because I'm going to be a special guest on another podcast or at least some uh, program uh, for Free Agent Academy um, and and some stuff going on over there. And uh, it, it's, it's just throwing the entire schedule off today. So kind of a little bit rushed, but certainly it's, it's a desire of mine on a weekly basis to come here and answer a few questions from the community. And uh, rather, you know, since it's going to be a shorter show, uh, I, I just invite you to just to stick around because uh, I'm not exactly sure what all these questions are, but the we're going to just fire them up. I do know that the first question here is coming from my good friend, Wayne Henderson. Wayne, take it away. Hey, Cliff. Wayne Henderson here in Southern California calling in for the podcast Answer Man. I'm using my uh, little $20 Vera quarter uh, mic plugged into my iPhone again. Um, yeah, kind of liking this thing. It's small, portable, easy to uh, carry around, and I think it does get a little bit better sound quality than just the mic that's on the iPhone. But the reason I'm calling is I was checking out your new podcastanswerman.com website using your WordPress thesis uh, theme that you now have going on, and you've got this really cool little Twitter, Facebook, YouTube floaty thingy down the left-hand side. And I know you know what I'm talking about. I just don't know what to call it. Anyway, as I scroll down your podcast, answerman.com site, even when I'm scrolling down, that little floaty thing stays pretty much right there on the left-hand side, and it doesn't move along with the rest of the page. First, that is super cool, Cliff. And number two, what's it called? How you do it? Uh, That's pretty sweet. I don't know if that's something tied to thesis that I wouldn't be able to do with my Revolution Pro Media, uh, whatever it's called that I've got, but uh, interested in that. And I'm thinking of going to thesis at least for my wife's website to uh, move on to that later. And of course, using your affiliate links, uh, Bluehost and all of that good stuff. Interested to hear the details, Cliff. Thanks in advance. All right, Wayne, thank you very much for your call. And uh, let's see here. First and foremost, uh, your Verifone recorder, uh, very, very cool. It sound, the audio quality sounds really great from that, obviously. Um, th- right at the very end there, there's a little bit of a static, almost as though maybe it was sent, you know, checking uh, a data signal or something like that. 
kind of reminiscent of the old uh, edge noise that we used to get from our 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 original iPhone. So I'm not sure what that was. But other than that, the Verifone, I, I think you said it was the Verifone recorder software. Um, you know, I've, I've checked out a lot of these uh, software recording programs for the iPhone and, and, and now the iPad. And, you know, I, $20 seems a little bit much for a program. I'd love to hear Wayne if you have any re- if you have any reasons why you think it might be worth the twenty bucks. I'd love to I'd love to know that. Um, there's a lot of great solutions out there. Still, my favorite today would be the Griffin iTalk application, uh, which records in uncompressed AIF format, uh, and it does a really really good job. And so I, I'm I'm liking that one. Uh, but again, if you have some reasons why you like that one uh, and you think it might be worth 20 bucks for other people to pay for, I'd love to hear your thoughts. So uh, podcastanswerman.com. Of course, if you go there today, as of the day that I'm recording this, which of course is Thursday, April 22nd, 2010, you will not find the the little floaty social network links that he was mentioning in this episode. Uh, I was really excited about them myself. Uh, much in the same way that Wayne expressed his excitement. So I actually first saw these on a friend of mine's website. His name is Justin Lucas Savage. And uh, he basically uh, uses the thesis theme as well, just like I do. And I I saw that he had these little, um, you know, just they're just little, I guess, probably 64 by 64 icons, uh, square little logos with Twitter and Facebook, LinkedIn and RSS feed, email, YouTube, you know, whatever. And they do. They they kind of float off to the side outside of the border of your page. And 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 like Wayne said, it would, you know, when you scroll down, it's it pretty much just stay stay centered. Those those buttons to connect with you in social media places all over the web are always there, always present. So I was really excited about this. I asked my friend uh, Justin how he did that, and he gave me the code. Now, I will tell you that uh, the way that I had set it up and the way that Justin has it set up, it is it is a function of being able to do it and duplicate it easily using the thesis theme. And so uh, you're able to go in and, and punch some things in. But to be honest with you, it was kind of... It was, it was really... It was just... Um, it, it was just... PHP code. I mean, technically speaking, I think you could probably uh, figure out, you know, the the actual coding here and, and make it work in revolution theme. Uh, I personally, you know, it, it that's just one step beyond what I would probably be able to do right off the top of my head. It was pro- it's probably something I could probably figure out how to do with, you know, maybe an hour or two of tinkering around. Certainly not something that that I would have done if it was too difficult, but it's not a plugin, unfortunately. Uh, it, it is, it was just a little bit of code that you add to your custom functions.php and your, and your custom.php files. And, and, uh, it's really easy to add into thesis, uh, much like just about anything else. It's very easy to add things into, into thesis. But again, you're going to notice if you go to podcastanswerman.com, you're going to notice that it's not on my site anymore. And the reason why is because of the iPad. Seriously, it is the purely the reason why I chose to no longer put it on there is the iPad. I want my website to be as iPad compatible as possible. 
And what I found was that because the resolution was what it is on the iPad, that the iPad would show my entire website looks beautiful on the iPad, by the way. Uh, However, because that PHP code is set to always show on the left hand side in the event that your your website takes up the entire screen. Well, then it actually those little buttons, those social media icons were over top of the actual post content on the left hand side. So it was, it was basically overlapping on top of what you are supposed to be reading as a blog post. And, and it just kind of looked ugly on the iPad. And if it looks ugly on the iPad, I imagine that it's possible that it might look ugly in some other places. So I just chose not to use it. Uh, what I did instead, if you go to podcastanswerman.com, I went to iconspedia.com. Let me tell you, folks, if you have not been there today, I mean, this is worth the price of admission right here. And of course, the price of admission here is free. So I guarantee you it's worth free. Uh, But anyway, go to iconspedia.com and type in iTunes, type in Twitter, type in RSS, type in Facebook. You're going to see tons of icons And they absolutely have a wide variety that look beautiful. And if you go to podcastanswerman.com as of today, April 22nd, 2010, uh, and probably for a very long time, I'll probably just continue to use the ones that you see there. Um, You'll see it it starts off um, in the right-hand menu at the very top. It's got a little square logo with rounded edges for iTunes. You'll see one for RSS, then Twitter, then Facebook, then LinkedIn. And of course, you link to those, you click on those, and it'll take you to the various uh, services and and sites that are are tied to those particular services. Anyway, uh, the one thing I will tell you though is the one you see on the very left hand side, the iTunes one. You will not find that icon anywhere on iconspedia.com. That's because I actually took that icon, the blue border background. And I erased what was in the center of there and I took the iTunes logo that is from another icon that they had and I actually superimposed that on top of that button to make it a little bit more uniform uh, to kind of fit in with the theme there. So um, as far as I'm concerned, feel free to go to podcastanswerman.com and right click and choose save image as and, and steal those as much as you want. Uh, I'm looking at uh, the chat room. Daniel says you might also want to check out iconfinder.com. They say he says there's a much bigger selection there. So thank you for that, Daniel. Uh, I'll try to put links to both um, iconfinder and um, uh, what was the other one? Icon. Now I can't remember. Uh, I was it iconpedia. Anyway, I'll put links to both of them in the show notes for this particular episode, Iconspedia, thank you, uh, over in show notes for episode number 156. Tell you what, though, we're going to move on to our next caller, and this comes in from Jim Bramham, and here's what Jim's question is. Hi, Cliff. This is Jim Bramham from Canton, Michigan. This is for the podcast Answer Man. I have some questions regarding pursuing a balanced life, episode 458, a time for everything. In this episode, you are walking around your neighborhood. My question is, how did you do this recording? Did you hold your Edderall recorder near your mouth for an hour? Or did you have an external lapel mic clipped to your shirt? I love the background noise in this podcast. It sounds great. 
Cliff, I've been a member, plus member, for over two weeks. My only regret is not joining sooner. Keep up the great work, my friend. All right, Jim, thank you very much. It's funny. Uh, Daniel's in the chat room. He says Cliff basically puts all of his equipment on a cart and pushes it through the neighborhood when he's recording. <laughs> Too funny. Uh, seriously, though, um, I, I basically I just use the Edderall recorder. Uh, it is my favorite portable recording device to this day. And I've trust me, I've tested out a ton of them. But what I do is I, I have actually went out and bought a little, uh, you know, really inexpensive windscreen. It's actually a, a windscreen for a Shure SM58 microphone. And I cut out a little notch to, to make sure that I could actually still see the display of my Edderall. And I put that, that windscreen over top of it. It's this little foam windscreen over top of the Edderall so that I don't have the wind noises when I'm outside because I, I often walk outside when, it, when it's windy. But to answer your question, during the entire episodes of Pursuing a Balanced Life, when I'm out walking through my neighborhood, I literally am just holding the mic or the Edderall recorder right up to, to my mouth and pretty much within about six to eight inches from from my from my mouth. So I'm holding it pretty much to where if you can imagine, I could actually in my hands, I could just look down and see how much time I've been recording. I hold it up and, and you know, most of the time I find myself, I actually hold it in one hand through the entire recording. And then I finish recording. And I let my arm down. And I'm like, wow, my arm is <laughs> wow. That that was a bit of an exercise. Sometimes I'll switch between arms and I'll hold it in the other hand. But yeah, that's that's pretty much it is it. I just um I put a I do put I do suggest getting an inexpensive foam windscreen as long as you get one that would work, you know, that would fit over top of a Shure SM58 microphone. You get one of those, cut out the little notch so that you can still see your display. Put that on top of there to keep your your wind high wind noise from getting into the recordings, but then you just hold it up about 6 to 8 inches in front of your mouth and you get some really amazing sound out of it. And uh, you were talking about the ambient noise. Uh, Jim, that's one of my favorite things about the using a condenser microphone outside of the studio. Of course, I hate condenser microphones for inside the studio, but I actually love the condenser microphones when there is ambient noise that I want to capture. So you can hear the birds chirping. You can hear... You, you can hear the cars driving by in stereo. Uh, you can hear the dogs barking, which scares the crud out of the people who listen to Pursuing a Balanced Life. Um, I, I've heard multiple stories of people who actually listen to Pursuing a Balanced Life when they're walking uh, through their own neighborhood. And all of a sudden, the, they hear this dog barking like uncontrollably, right? At, and it sounds like it's coming right at them. And they said, you know, I turn around, I like my heart jumped out of my chest. And I'm like looking all over for this dog. And I can't find it. And then all of a sudden you you mentioned the fact that it's the dog that's in your recording. So, uh, yeah, it, it's real life audio sound. And that's what I really love about it. There are some other great recorders out there. They record really excellent audio as well. It just happens that, that it just so happens that the Edderall is still my favorite recorder of all. Hey, last week I gave you guys uh, some a question, I think, from Tony DiLorenzo and Elisa. Uh, they wanted to ask about, you know, when to launch their next shows. Should they, you know, how how often do you should you wait or how long should you wait? And I gave them some advice of rather than launching multiple podcast feeds, perhaps uh, maybe consider doing something like 
um, you know, just releasing multiple shows in the same feed. And Justin has some thoughts about my recommendation. And here's what Justin thinks. And uh, I should probably click the button. There hey, you go. Cliff, this is Justin Lucasavage from CoachRadio.tv. I was just listening to the podcast Answer Man when Tony DiLorenzo from OneExtraordinaryMarriage.com called in about starting another show. And that's something that I wrestled with uh, for, a, for a long time, a couple days, a couple weeks, whatever it was. And what I ended up doing was exactly what you suggested. I'm doing a Your Story series at CoachRadio.tv, of which you starred a couple weeks ago and was real excited to have you on. And it's just kind of a subcategory of the show. Uh, it's going to be something that's going to take me through probably another 40 to 50 episodes. But at some point, I can imagine I'm going to be done. But if I'm not done, it'll just continue and it'll be part of the same RSS feed. And that's what I'd encourage anybody else that's thinking to do that. Stick with your listeners. It's a headache trying to get them to move over and find you at another RSS feed. Cliff, thanks again for the ton of wonderful information you have going on at the podcast answer man all right justin thank you very much and it was a pleasure to be on your show and folks if you want to find the interview that i did with justin lucas savage on his uh podcast go to coachradio.tv and then just go into the archives looking for episode number 23 and by the way if you want to see the little icons that Wayne Henderson was talking about, you can actually go to coachradio.tv and you can see them floating over there to the left-hand side. Uh, and uh, so, yeah. But anyway, yeah, coachradio.tv, episode 23. But yeah, I'm glad to, you brought that up. You are a great example of the fact that you wanted to create some additional content that's outside of what you had originally started your podcast with as far as the format. You had an idea for interviewing certain people. Uh, you know, technically, you could have launched a second podcast, but in in Justin's mind, his idea was that the audience would be the same. The intended target audience is exactly the same people. So, um, definitely, definitely would suggest that you consider going that route if the audience is considered to be the same. Because otherwise, like he said, and like I said last week. Uh, you would not be able to uh, you would not be able to get uh, your audience, the entire audience that you want to switch over and and to to subscribe to that additional feed. Uh, and let's see in the chat room, they're asking, you know, if you're looking at coachradio.tv in the archives, where would you find it? I uh, just want to let you know that was I, I that was released on his podcasting website on April 12th, 2010. So if you're looking through the archives, if he has those listed on the side, which he does, you'll look for April 2010 or, um, you know, just scroll through his his archives. You'll find uh, episode 23. Anyway, thank you for that, Justin. Uh, you know, I did an interview uh, several episodes ago now with uh, Dan Miller. And Dan Miller was somebody had, you know, you've heard me talk about him quite a bit. And I absolutely love this guy. He, he has been such an inspiration to me, radically changed my mind around the way that I think about work and about doing what you love for a living, doing what you're wired to do, doing what you're called to do with your life. And uh, my life is so much better based upon all of the information and the insights that I've gleaned from him. And I've always listened, you know, I've read started out reading his books uh, and then started listening to his podcast. And of course, I was just super excited to have Dan Miller come on uh, and, and do an interview with me uh, here on Podcast Answer Man. Since then, he and I have become pretty actually, actually pretty close friends. Uh, we talk on the phone. We uh, I went down to Nashville a couple weeks ago 
and worked with another client down there and ended up going out to dinner with Dan while I was in town and, and stuff like that. And, and actually, he's hired me to do quite a bit of consulting work for him. It's kind of fun to work with him. You know, it's been a couple ep- episodes back that, that, that I played that interview, but I want to play a clip from that interview for several of our newer listeners. Okay. There are, I actually get emails all week long from people who say that, you know, they found me as a, doing a research, as a result of doing a search for podcast consultant in Google. They're subscribing to the show and they're loving it. And a lot of them are radio folks looking into podcasting. And they're looking at actually transitioning their brand, moving away from radio and into podcasting. And of course, you know, I personally have a little bit, very little experience with uh, radio. I used to co-host a show with John Gatch in, in, in a little radio station over here in Cincinnati. I uh, used to come on and do uh, some segments for his tech uh, ra- you know, his tech talk radio show. But anyway, um, I, I really never had my own full blown radio station, uh, r- you know, uh, radio station program, but Dan Miller did. And I'm just going to play, uh, about a minute and a half worth of audio from the interview I did with Dan Miller. I think this is good for those of you who are in radio or how about this for those of you who are thinking about extending your brand and you're considering doing a radio show. I would love to have you listen to uh, this audio clip that I have here from Dan Miller's uh, interview that he did with me. And I thought, you know, people aren't confining themselves to when I want to be on the radio, they're doing it on their terms. Guess what? I can do the same thing. I don't have to be tied down to the radio station, have to be here every weekend and in the studio at a particular time, which I hated. So I decided I'll just do a podcast. Now, there was some risk with that because it was a really highly rated radio show. I had advertisers on there and everything was working well. And I thought, am I going to sabotage where I'm going with this by pulling the plug in the radio station? And the radio station thought I was absolutely nuts. They said, you've got to be kidding me. Anybody would give their right arm to have your slot and to have your ratings. And I said, well, to me, it looks like we're moving in another direction. Adios. And I did. We put it on iTunes. Now we track, track the downloads, and it tells me that we have between seventy and 80,000 unique downloads every month of my podcast. So again, the multiple on listeners and the reach is exponential. We hear from people in Nigeria, New Zealand, Brazil, and every place on the planet that you can imagine. And my audience has grown exponentially as a result of doing that. Now, if you tell me... There's technology that allows me to get another 10 or 100 times multiple of my audience in doing it. I'm gone. But right now, I don't see anything as powerful as podcasting. There you go. He doesn't see anything as powerful as podcasting. And this is a guy, by the way, folks, who had an extremely successful, extremely successful radio show. And he doesn't look back. He doesn't think twice about it. He, he, he knows that he's more... Uh, in tune with his audience, he, he's, he's, he's got a greater amount of flexibility and he can record right from his home studio. Uh, yeah. So anyway, there you go. Well, friends, that is going to pretty much wrap it up for this episode of the Podcast Answer Man. I know I, it's, a, it's a shorter format today than any other episode of Podcast Answer Man. It's just I've got a bunch of other things going on. Just a little unique and, and out of the ordinary today. 
Uh, but wow, yeah, I will. Uh, I would love to answer more of your questions. Uh, I would love to have you call them in right now. In fact, give us a call 859-795-4067. That's a voicemail feedback hotline. You don't have to worry about what time zone you're in, what time of the day it is. It's open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And of course, it doesn't ring the house here. So you just call and give us a call with your question, your comments, your feedback for Podcast Answer Man. And we will try our best to get it into uh, an episode coming up here very soon. So uh, I'd love to have your questions, your comments. The phone number again, 859-795-4067. And by the way, for right now, if you head over to podcastanswerman.com slash, I think it's slash webinar. Let me just check that out real quick uh, and tell you before I wrap up here. GS, or no, it's uh, podcastanswerman.com slash webinar. That's W-E-B-I-N-A-R. Uh, It actually has on there a little description of the digital products that I have available for purchase right now. Um, This page is going to be transformed radically eventually. I still have two two big products that I have to do some post-production on. But if you want some information about some digital products, some training on how to do Adobe Audition, how to use uh, WordPress and get it set up from, from scratch... Uh, how I do premium membership, um, uh, Audacity 101, or uh, you know all the things I look at when people hire me and pay me a good bit of money to do uh, an evaluation of their podcast. All of that information, podcastanswerman.com slash webinar. And also, uh, I mentioned this last week. I'm going to mention it again here. You know, this all started out as a hobby a couple years ago for me. And of course, I turned it into my full-time career, which I absolutely love. But it all started for me with the TV show Lost. That's right. It all started with the TV show Lost and a podcast devoted to it. Now we're more than 250 some odd episodes into the uh, weekly Lost podcast. And we're getting ready to wrap things up for the year. I mean, actually for the series. It is It is getting ready to end on... Sunday, May 23rd, but we're having a huge weekend event inviting the entire gspn.tv community. Of course, this is a part of the gspn.tv community here as well. We want to invite you to come out to the party. Even if you've never seen the TV show Lost, you could care less about the TV show. Come for the for the community and not to mention the fact that if you can, if you come on Saturday, you can talk to me as much as you want about podcasting. And, uh, you know, that's a little side benefit. Anyway, I'm going to run, run out of here. Until next time, folks, join the community and have a listen to this promo. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. You've followed the story. Do you think we crashed on this place by coincidence? You've listened to the podcast. It's destiny. And now... It must come to an end. You and me are getting the hell off this island. But not before Cliff and Stephanie throw a lost series finale party. Pack your bags. Make your reservations. We're going on vacation, baby. 5 p.m. Eastern, Sunday, May 23rd. The Lost Series Finale Party. We need to get to the safe house. The party will be at a secure facility, but you must RSVP to get in. Don't miss the GSPN Lost Finale Party. It's your last chance. Well, thank God for second chances. 
Sign up today at gspn.tv slash lostparty.